Since iTunes only keeps the last 100 episodes of any show, some of our show topics that seem to help the most people are no longer available when people search on iTunes. So, in an effort to make that information available to more people, from time to time we're going to re-air some of our most popular show topics. You can also go to kickitnaturally.com and search for any topic in our search box. For now, enjoy this show that originally aired in 2014. T.C. Hill is not a doctor and does not claim to be a doctor or licensed in any type of medical field. Don't be an idiot and use anything heard on the show as medical advice. This information should be used for educational purposes only and you should contact your doctor for any medical advice. Now get off me. Welcome to Kick It Naturally. I'm Kenna McEnroe and I'm here with T.C. Hill, author, natural health expert, producer, um, Moses. Uh, fancy pants. Fancy pants. Moses is uh, a fancy pants, so maybe that's yeah, what she meant. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, it just came to the top of my head. It was a weird thing at the top of your it head. It was a weird thing at the top of my <laughs> head. Not a really I, I show. was, yeah, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I was, I had Noah on the brain because I saw that that big oh, kid yeah, billboard, billboard for right. the trailer, movie yeah, for the, the trailer, trailer yeah. but then I don't know. Moses came out. Anyways, and we also hear uh, the hottie patati Will Schmidt over there. Hi. Hi. He's Hi. just sitting over there with a couple of fig leaves. And I will. That's Hi. about it. Today's show is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com. Woohoo! <laughs> Get a free audiobook download and 30 day free trial at kickitinthenuts.com forward slash audiobook. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And every time we say Audible.com, we get $100. Audible.com. 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 Well, so today our topic is stress. And I know that I'm a ball of stress right now. I'm freaking out. Out. Yeah. Simmer down. Yeah, it was it was all stressful today. So this is the solution. The whole show today is simmer down. Simmer down. That's that right. you know that's easier said than done. And yeah. in my mind, I can talk myself out of things. But in that moment, I just you know I go to worst case scenario. I stress out. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a good time. We'll talk about that some today. Okay. And so what? This what is going to be therapy for it me. It will be. This will just be about. Getting Canada simmered down. Exactly, exactly. And we'll, we'll talk about, like, uh, not only the effects that stress can have on the body, so people understand but your friends and you know, family. what's going on. Uh, yeah, and know, the, okay. the, the, huh? Your stress can have on your friends and family. <laughs> right. And their bodies. And, uh, your liability. And right, right. <laughs> you create stress for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for showing up. Um, but we'll also look at, you know, how to reduce stress or how to look at physiological aspects of your body. That was, that was easy for you to say. Physiological yeah, yeah. aspects of your body um, to figure out if maybe they are compounding your stress or magnifying it and if there's things you can do to help you simmer down. Because life is going to happen. We're going to have mm-hmm. life. Yeah, unfortunately. So, but some people can handle that stress of life better than others can. So we want to talk about helping those. I have a feeling it's all going to go back to digestion. You like think? every single one of these podcasts. Is it, probably... it won't all, but there'll be some digestion in there for oh, sure. Okay, yeah. okay. For sure we will. So if you haven't already liked us on Facebook, now is the time to do it. Just pull your car over or whatever you're doing. Put us on pause and go to Kick It In The Nuts on Facebook and we will post topics that we'll be doing on future shows and you guys can post any questions you want us to cover in the show. We and just, we'll get to it. Don't stress out. Ah. Just, yeah, we just passed sixty thousand fans. So if you Whoa. haven't liked us yet, who who are you? I mean, what, we're big stuff. There's not very many people left. Yeah. There's only like twelve people left that haven't right. liked In us this on world, Facebook. This yet. entire world, <laughs> right? It's weird. It's cool. Yeah, they're just rebels. Hmm. 
So let's look at stress a little bit, and I'll have Will talk about some of the the sciencey stuff behind it too. But first of all, let's let's look at what stress can do to you as a human body. You know, uh, things that can occur, um, so that people understand that. You know, you always hear, uh, you got to reduce your stress to improve your health, but, but we never really understand why that is. We just hear it. It's just one of those things we hear, and we're like, all right. <laughs> but if you don't understand what's going on, then you don't really have a reason to really put any effort into yeah. reducing your stress. Will just looked pretty stressed out about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, what are you going to do? You got, you got kids, you got a job, you can't... Mm-hmm. Got bills to pay. Yeah. And then you can also look at people that have seemingly really stressful jobs. Like, you know, look at individuals like Mary Giuliani or fighter pilots. and such. A lot of them have trained themselves to stay calm during, like, excessively stressful situations. Right. Like, my dad, he was a fighter pilot. And I found that when, like, if we ran out of applesauce, that wasn't a real big deal to him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was okay with that. Right. Just because he had, you know, so much experience in dealing with that stressful stuff. Well, and also, I mean, you can put things into perspective. Once you've, like, gone and been in an airplane and you're a fighter pilot, as compared to, oh, my God, we ran out of toilet paper. You're like, I, you know, I pooped in the woods for 12 weeks mm. and <laughs> ate berries and figs. I think I can, you know, find a rag or right, sock right. to Yeah, I can use a hand towel if I'm out of toilet paper. You know? So just become a fighter pilot. Yeah, right. exactly. That's, the, that's, that's the, what I'm about that's to do. That's what we're do. learning. I'm yeah. leaving right now. I'm going to go enroll. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll talk about some of the things that stress can do to us as, as a person. Yeah. Well, it, it does accelerate aging in that it accelerates glycolysis and, yep, and oxidation. Because when we're in a stressed out state, our nervous system usually goes into the sympathetic or fight or flight pattern. And that accelerates energy production because our body's trying to deal with a perceived threat or emergency. And that is the opposite of the the sort of anabolic restful state. Not that we want to be never in the sympathetic state. It's just if we're always there, we're always like really, really burning a lot of energy and causing wear and tear at the cellular level. So we don't want to be stuck in that. And we want to look at different measurements in our body chemistry to help us discern if we are actually stuck in the sympathetic state or not. And you might be because of things going on with your metabolism, the way your body handles carbohydrates. So it's not just a matter of like your job or your mindset. There's some real physiological triggers that can put you in this stressed out state as far as your nervous system is concerned. Right. So the body's kind of made to be in both states, like the parasympathetic state is when we rest and digest. And the sympathetic state is is called fight or flight, and in picture like you're running from a bear, the the functions of your body will change in this fight or flight state to give you the resources and tools you need to run away from this bear if that's the proper thing to do. Um, but so you can jack up adrenaline, all kinds of hormones can be going crazy. A lot of stuff can be happening in the body to give you what you need to deal with this current stress because it views the stress as a life threatening situation um but the way we live now today there's not a lot of bears i haven't seen a bear this week really but if there's traffic and you're all stressed out to your body that doesn't it doesn't it's not viewing it as oh there's a, a plymouth in front of you it views it as you're running from a lion 
So I need to jack up all these hormones and do all these things to give you what you need to run away from this lion. And and doing all that stuff in your body doesn't help you get through traffic in any way. But it's just the response that is is built into the body. And so that's how it works. Yeah. So that's that's one of the reasons why we can be in this accelerated aging state from that sympathetic pattern. But other real causes of stress at the biochemical level can be if your electrolyte levels are off, that can make your body kind of freak out because it doesn't want to get a seizure if your electrolytes get too low or a heart attack if your electrolytes get too high. And you can also be in an overly anabolic state where your body's creating energy in a dirty way where it's producing a lot of lactic acid and that can, as you've said in past episodes, trigger a panic attack from the lactic acid. And you can also be in like an overly alkaline or an overly acidic state for different reasons. And that can also make you panic because your blood oxygen levels are hard to uh, stabilize when that's going on. Right. So when something in the body is is out of whack a little bit, um, you know, that's a concern to the body. The body wants things to be balanced and homeostasis and everything working jazzy. So when things go out of whack a little bit, that's stressful to the body. So we can feel that stress. And then in our minds, we're thinking, oh, why am I stressed? I must be stressed because I haven't vacuumed in a week. You know, we make up something mm-hmm. or we find a reason to be stressed about. But the actual stress is that the, the body is feeling a stress. Mm-hmm. You, th- I, I was, you have a question I was about vacuuming? Say, you know, I was going to say, because when you said that about the anabolic, overly anabolic or electrolyte deficient, because I was thinking, you know, well, what about people who are like anabolic and stuff? And that makes sense. Maybe you're doing... You're making yourself stressed out so that you're like, have some energy or... Well, when you're in the anabolic imbalance, your cells are not permeable enough to allow sufficient oxygen flow into the cells, but they still need to make energy, ATP, and they'll do that... Oh, ATP, okay. So they'll do that in a way that is called through anaerobic fermentation, where instead of just creating ATP and CO2 and H2O, they're also producing lactic acid, which can make you freak out. And we've talked about this a little bit before, and and I'm going to come back to another thing of your question when we have somebody else's question that I saw that they asked, because it goes in with that. But, um, you know, I think we've talked about this before, where think about, like, you're trying to pay... $900 $900 worth of bills with 18 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's it's stressful. So if resources are low in the body and the body needs all these resources for all these functions, but you got 18 bucks, you know, the body is going to feel stressed and and that stress can translate into how you're feeling. Cool. So I always have a get out of jail free card with stress and mm-hmm. and bitchiness. Yeah. Uh, you just oh, cool. yeah, for just the rest use of that. my life. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm deficient right now. Um, and, and, but that is a stress of the body is I don't, I I need more stuff. So a lot of times if people can, uh, look at their own physiology, look at their blood pressure and if it's really low, then that's a good sign that minerals are low. And if, if they lift those minerals, all of a sudden they can feel a whole lot better. So if you're sitting there listening and trying to figure out, well, what is it for me? Is it my electrolyte levels or am I too anabolic or am I a slow oxidizer and is that causing me to be stuck in a sympathetic state or am I just in a sympathetic state? Or, or is my six-year-old just really annoying yeah, and freaking me out? Yeah, I need to shoot my dog. Do I need to get a divorce? Get right, a all, job, all these things. All right. Or if you two asked whatever that is, as far as the biochemical markers are, you can um, go to my most recent blog post on mybodyofknowledge.net and check out the one that says stress and meditation. There's little 
box under the categories on oh, the right. the blog post where you have the picture of you naked. I'm not naked, yeah. <laughs> but, but you are in hey. Caleb's mind. Hey, okay. We're, I'm trying to get you some hits. Yeah, appreciate <laughs> right. okay? Something like that. But in that blog post, there's a little video where I'm talking about these different potential causes as well as some instructions on how to meditate. But beneath that written out, there's all the different self-tests that you can do to help discern what's off in your chemistry related to this particular aspect. So you might want to check that out at mybodyofknowledge.net. Right. And so we'll talk about ways that you can, you know, like meditation, that you can use to de-stress yourself, to knock yourself uh, down a little bit so you're not so wired out. Um, I just made up that phrase, wired out. Does that mean something? I don't, I don't yeah, think it does. Yeah, I think so. But um, but it, then if you also look at your physiology, you may find ways to help your body relax a little bit more so it's easier for you mm-hmm. to de-stress as well. So you can go at it from different angles and figure out what works best for you or maybe you need a combination of, of both things. Yeah, and I would totally recommend looking at because it can be both. Like I've had lots of clients that have come to me that meditate daily and they're just always kind of anxious and nervous or in this problem-solving state. And it's because of like their metabolism and their pH. It just makes you be in that fight-or-flight situation, right. whether you're meditating or not. Right. And we'll talk about some other causes, too. Maybe we get into a few questions. Mm-hmm. I, I still like my options of drinking and eating when I get stressed. So cake and beer is yep, like your yep, best de-stressor? That's, that's the best de-stressor there is. So Chris from Bellingham, Washington. I'm always looking for healthy, long-term strategies for stress. <coughs> you okay there, Will? Yeah, I choked on some water. It's really stressful. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, Sorry. I'll go back. Chris from Bellingham, Washington. I'm always looking for healthy, long-term strategies for stress management. This should be a core part of our curriculum in schools. You should not be able to receive a high school diploma unless you can prove you can cope with stress safely and effectively. I agree. That's that, kind of a good idea. That <laughs> and also... Um, uh, like how to you know use charge cards and like finances and stuff. Right, that'd be that, a thing. Yeah, yeah. And also, they should teach how not to drive slow in the left lane. Exactly. <laughs> if they taught those three things, this world would yeah, be a whole lot better. Exactly. Or like, listen, how to text and drive. Like you're gonna do it anyway. Like maybe we can just work on strategies. <laughs> Practicing how to, yeah. to, yeah. right. how to drive with your knees while you drive. One oh one. But uh, so, Will, do you want to talk a little bit about meditation and, and ways that people can use that if they've never done that? If a lot of people hear that and they think, well, I'm not a guru. Airy, fairy, artsy, right. fartsy. Yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe uh, make it to a in a manner that somebody could use it that's never tried it. Yeah, sure. So I do have this little, on that blog post, this little video if you forget how to do this what I'm about to say. But I have taken different classes in Vedic meditation, which is Pretty much exactly the same thing as Transcendental Meditation, but Transcendental Meditation is like trademark. They're both the same thing because people don't know what neither yeah. of them are. Yeah, it's it's so Transcendental, great <laughs> But if you, if you go to a Transcendental Meditation class, it's going to be very expensive because it's trademarked and they have this whole thing. But if you look up um, some of the other links, like the teachers that taught me, these guys, Will Dalton and Light Watkins, they teach Vedic Meditations and they have a lot of great stuff online. There's links to their stuff on the blog post. But the essence of Vedic meditation is a simple mantra. So something very, like a meaningless sound, this primordial sort of like, you can use om. So Kenna meditates all day long. Yeah. Yeah. always making just a constant internal dialogue. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, and the whole thing about it is like people think that they're better at meditation when they're able to really focus on the mantra, but that's not what it's about. 
just sitting down, what's recommended usually is like 20 minutes twice a day or something like any bit that you can do can help. So don't feel bad if you can't do that much. But you're just trying to gently focus on the mantra and you're going to get a bunch of like clutter thoughts, just regurgitations of, you know, the 80% of thoughts that you have every day, all right, day. Right. They're going to regurgitate and just like fill up the airspace. And the whole technique is just to whenever you realize that you're not thinking of the mantra, just start thinking the mantra again. And those simple like thoughts are going to get their airtime and kind of like play out. And they'll start to lose their trigger, like what they normally make you think about and just run away with your, your train of thought. Just returning to that simple mantra will help you get more centered and will help shift your nervous system. So don't make it a goal to be like really good at focusing on the mantra. Know that like it's kind of like a detox, like you're, you're just like your bile is sending toxins out. When you're sitting mm-hmm. there focusing on the mantra and all those mental clutter thoughts come up, that's fine. Just go back to the mantra. And sometimes you'll have these really, really euphoric, peaceful, semi-conscious states where maybe you see things or you feel this incredible like rush of energy or whatever it is. And that's awesome, but it's not the goal of meditation. You don't have to do that. You don't you have the to get there. same effect with acid. Yeah. You can just, <laughs> it's much easier. You don't even have mm-hmm. to concentrate right. on yeah, the mantra. It's just harder to find. Yeah. So if I'm trying to focus on the mantra... <laughs> And the thoughts pop into my head of, why don't I have camouflage pants? I should get a puppy. Why are there so many cheeses? It doesn't mean I squirrel. failed at it. Yeah, squirrel. squirrel. <laughs> that just means that I need to just regroup and just kind of go back to what I was doing. Yeah, and just go back to that. And if you don't like the idea of like the mantra, you're like, should I be saying it? Should I be humming? Whatever. You can do any simple thing. Like just try to focus on your breath going in and out or that's what i was going to ask because I, I always thought the meditation was about the focus of the breath and just getting breath going you know to all your cells and your brain and just i don't know when i'm like stressed out i just kind of take three deep breaths and i feel better yeah and that can help and whether it's the breath or looking at a candle or just watching the trees or whatever that is or it's cutting. Cutting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, I, I think one thing to kind of think about when you're looking at it, you know, I don't, I'm not hooty tooty. I'm not going to do meditation stuff. But think, are you looking at my bandaid on my finger? Yeah, I got I a boo boo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cutting. Um, yeah, I was. I was a cutter. He's a cutter. But but I was cutting chicken when I did it. Anyways, that poor chicken. I don't know. Um, any- <laughs> but you know, think about your stressful thoughts that you have about your job all day, and you know, it's just it's it's this constant onslaught of uh, hormones and things that you're creating in your body. So if you can take ten minutes and just remove those thoughts or do what you can to at least reduce those. That's a nice little break for your body, and it can be helpful in a lot of ways. Tony, I was thinking of sending you on a vacation for a while, so oh, I could have awesome. some yeah, stress-free life. Right. Ah, but there's I'll be back. Some, there's some other like really cool, legit, um, clinically verified benefits of meditating this way that I, I I talk about in the in the blog post also. But I think it was Transcendental Meditation, like the the company, the group that funded this, or it might have been through Kaiser. I don't know who did the study, but it was a large... Scientology. Someone, yeah. (laughs) So it was like 5,000 people in this study, and they had half the group meditate twice a day, 20 minutes, for five years, and the other half of the group didn't. And they they did two things. One, they checked the 
biological age of their organs at the beginning and the end of the of the test and then they also gave them what are called tripartite performance tests where you look at the efficiency accuracy and serenity of the individual performing the test and they found that people that did meditate consistently were better at all three aspects like they could perform a test more efficiently with greater accuracy and being calmer throughout it partly you know the control factor was because of the meditation. But they also found that after the five years, they retested the biological age of the participants and found that the people that did meditate actually tested one year younger than when they began. Huh. Whereas, so that was like six years. Yeah, right. Wow. Incredible. Like, right. And then the, you know, the control group just aged like normal. Right. So if you want to learn more about this stuff, um, you know, when we talk about physiology, we have a free four week course on kickitinthenuts.com, a digestion course. So you can learn how to run all those tests on yourself. But uh, this blog post of Will's on my body of knowledge uh, is a good way to see, find out a lot more about this kind of stuff to, to de-stress yourself. Mm-hmm. Let's do more questions. All right. Amber from Claire, Michigan. Are stress and anxiety related I'm stressed right now. I need a hug. Aww. I guess that depends on which mother and father they come from. Ha! Are they related? Get it? Oh, I, see. Ah. I didn't get it. It took me a minute. I'm sorry. Ah, I was a slow. Good one. Man, that was stressing me out. Wow. That can't all be married. It's okay. Um, you know, and I think a lot of people view that as stress and anxiety is the same thing, but it's really not. And and we have another episode on anxiety that you can find by searching for Kick It Naturally on iTunes or on Stitcher, and you can listen to that anxiety episode. But maybe we'll just give them a, a viewpoint of how sometimes anxiety can be caused by other things. Yeah, when we, I think one of the main things we really harped on with, with anxiety was that it's usually when the person's blood pressure is low or when their blood sugar drops really low. And those Why are. Is it always that? Why? It just causes no, a lot just of stuff. Anxiety, yeah. you know? Because yeah. people get freaked out, their, their bodies get freaked out that they're going to have a seizure. And this ties back to digestion as mm-hmm. you're waiting for mm-hmm. it, right? Because okay. low blood pressure issues are usually related to not being able to break down proteins and fats well and turn those into blood sugar, which is a more stable source of. Or pulling minerals out of food, even, yeah. Yeah, right. So they're mineral deficient, their blood sugar levels are unstable and that can make them kind of constantly on edge. When we look at stress, there are real-world external stressors and all these other markers that we look at, like um, like being stuck in the sympathetic state. Yeah, I'm always sympathetic towards everybody. I mm-hmm. walk around crying all day. You're just a sweet Oh, my high. gosh, look at that yeah. sweet if, if there's there. anything you are, it is kind. I uh, know. <laughs> Why was that so funny to you? I don't know. Why? His lip was quivering when he tried to say that. He couldn't hold eye contact during it. I can be sweet. Yes, you moments. can. You've had seven of them. Uh huh. In my entire life. Uh, Stephanie, how can I curb stress without slapping the dog beep out of someone? Well, if somebody has is a human and they have. Dog, dog poop. Pooping. Yeah, that's you a know, problem. That's already a problem right there. It would Steph- be helpful to get it out. Stephanie does sound stressed, too. But sometimes you just got to slap somebody, Stephanie. Yeah, I think. Stephanie, I get it. Sometimes I want to stab people in the eyeballs. Uh-huh. I have that recurring fantasy when I get really stressed out. <laughs> I don't do it. I don't do it. But <laughs> I think good. about it. It's good. It's good to have goals, I uh-huh, think. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's one I probably shouldn't reach. Um, Jake from Greenville, South Carolina. How much stress impact 
Wait, let's go back. How much does stress impact digestion and your ability to produce stomach acid? It can a lot. Yeah. It can be a really big deal. You know, we'll talk about what we need to make stomach acid, first of all. Yeah, well, you need hydrogen and chloride to produce it. When you're in that anabolic state, which has that whole lactic acid-inducing situation that can make you stressed out, you tend to pee out too much of your chloride, so you tend to run short on making your own hydrochloric acid. But yeah, when you're stuck in this sympathetic state, whether it's you know from your digestion being off or from external stresses, your body is not thinking about, okay, let's, let's make these nutrients into resources and build muscle and regenerate the cells it's in the no solve the emergency right the hand. bear is coming we need to put right. all the resources towards this yeah. so, and then there's nothing left for your body to make hydrochloric acid during digestion it, it takes a lot of resources to digest a lot more than we think it does so if your body's putting if you're if you're already low on resources and now your body's putting other stuff to emergencies that don't really exist that's a problem. Yeah, and just look at that that opposite, those names we give them, the fight or flight or rest and digest. So if right. you're in one, your body is not prioritizing the other. Right. Hmm. Carol from Park City, Utah. I feel like I'm stressed all the time and I fly off the handle way too easily. Feels right in the moment, but I later wonder why an event bothered me so much. I also get dizzy spells, and then I'm stressed for the rest of the day that I'm going to have another dizzy spell. How can I calm down? <laughs> That's I understand, Carol. I love the trembling in the voice. <laughs> that was uh, Kenna's Oscar clip. Uh-huh, um, yeah, exactly. One, this is this is the the girl that I wanted to come back to your question, Kenna. Was um, one practitioner explained this to me. Uh, in a way that really made sense one time. And and this is not a scientific fact. We just see this in practice a lot, that let's say uh, a person has very low resources. Um, and it's they don't even have the oxygen in their head to function and to think clearly. So uh, what we find that a lot of people do is they will bring all these emotional issues into life, so to speak. Maybe you might call them a drama queen if you wanted to, but it's not just because that's how they are. They may be doing that to help themselves function because when you go into this stressed out state of la 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 and freaking out about everything, now all of a sudden you are in the fight or flight state and now all of a sudden your vascular system is more constricted, which we know raises your blood pressure and allows resources to be used by the body. So the person could be putting themselves into this drama situation just so they they can think clearly. Because what happens is people should have a uh, a, a low gear and a regular on and a high gear. But a lot of people with real low resources, they don't have that on. There's no neutral. They're either totally high gear on or they're off so when a, a situation presents to them to them they have to find a way to get them into the on into the high gear so that they can think and function and react and and make something happen so if you can carol uh first change the way you talk because you just sounded stressed out oh that was just you doing that, <laughs> that right me, that okay you did it so well it was i felt like it was really carol 
what scales you well, have Well, Carol here. and I are soul sisters. Right. So, but if Carol, you know, she's saying that she has dizzy spells, well, we'll talk about what causes dizzy spells. Yeah, I mean, that goes back to the electrolyte deficient low blood pressure situation, which we talked about can also just cause that constant state of anxiety because the person doesn't have high resources. And one thing that comes to mind when you're talking about they're either on, like, hyper uh-huh. or hypo, a lot of times people blame the thyroid for that and the endocrine system for malfunctioning when really it's just the body doesn't have like the regular resources to just, you know, function at a normal level. So usually you'll feel really low energy and lethargic until the body feels like there's a panic situation and it has to be on and then it'll right. throw it into high gear. Um, but it's not really the thyroid's fault. The thyroid's just like acting like a governor trying to dictate like how hard you're pushing down the gas pedal because it knows it doesn't have a lot of resources to go around. Right. So if Carol was able to uh, lift her mineral resources, not only could that improve her her dizzy spells, but it might allow you to not uh, be so affected by things um, to where you won't need to stress about something in order to be able to function and think about it. Mm-hmm. Carol, I've gotten really good at apologizing. Uh-huh, that helps too. Mm-hmm. That comes with being a low blood pressure person. Uh, Kim from Windsor, California. When I have a stressful week, I'm twice as bloated as normal. Is there a connection? Yes. Okay, well, what is that connection? <laughs> so Will just talked about it a little bit. Yeah, when usually we associate bloating with either not enough stomach acid or poor bile flow, whether it's in your upper abdomen, that would be related to like not enough hydrochloric acid, or if it's in your mid or lower abdomen, usually more bile-related. But either one, whether it was the fight-or-flight sympathetic nervous system state that caused your body to sort of deprioritize digestion or if it was your digestion that was off and that created this like low mineral, low blood sugar situation, either one, like it's going to impact you. So I would, I would take a look at first and be like, well, hold on. What, what came first, the chicken or the egg here? Was it the digestion off and low resources or was it your nervous system messing up your digestion? Right. And it could be both. And there's also things that you can do that some people can find some relief by just trying to view things differently. You know, a lot of times when we're stressed about something, we're looking at, you know, the worst case scenario that usually is never going to happen. But even like uh, like Kenna, if she's late to the gym, she gets all stressed out about mm-hmm. it because she thinks I'm going to make her do burpees or something when she gets there. But if you think about the reality of you doing burpees, I mean, you do them and you're good at them and then it it sucks while you're doing them, but then it's over and everything was fine. So a lot of times we magnify the worst case scenario in life. And it's if we understand what we're doing to our body by doing that, then it may be enough motivation to be like, hey, maybe I try and look at it a different way so I don't cause not only distress to me, but to my actual cells and to my body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she just can't oh, wow. stop thinking about burpees now. Now, yeah, now I'm thinking about burpees. <laughs> uh huh. Well, so uh, so what did we learn today? Well, keep your minerals lifted. Uh huh. Keep all your you know your blood pressure everything good. 
Is this an intervention? <laughs> We're at trying to make sure you got a checklist. We're trying to make sure that you know we need you to calm down. <laughs> I didn't get the memo, uh, but yeah. And if those things aren't working, then probably it's going back to your digestion because you're not able to pull the nutrients from the food, your minerals, or or digest certain things. And that's right. And if you're in that catch twenty two of mm-hmm. is your stress reducing your ability to digest? Or is your inability to digest reducing your ability to pull resources out of the body so the body could deal with the stress? Mm-hmm. You know, and you have to look at life too. I mean, physiology can help a lot, but if, like, if your job as an assassin, you picked a, a stressful job, mm-hmm. yeah, you, know? you got to really meditate. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, meditate you got to meditate all day. Um, so you know, look at what things are real stress in your life and what can be maybe viewed a little bit differently to help you reduce what you're doing to your body yeah i'll just like reiterate a couple main markers you'd want to look at like if your blood pressure is low that's a huge thing that could make you feel stressed and anxious and what do you mean by low what is low if it's like if you're if you get a little cuff at like cvs or rite aid or wherever else and you put it on your arm and it says a number below 113 as the top number and below like 73 as the bottom number then you're probably in an electrolyte deficient state. If it's way high too, that can also make your body kind of freak out and feel stressed. So there's steps you can do to correct your electrolyte deficiency, which you talk about in all your books. And, and in our free course too, it teaches you how to look at your blood pressure and stuff like yeah. that. Kick it in the nuts Right. So you can watch the little video and to look at that. You can also look at your breath rate, which is a really important thing. It can tell you a couple of things. If you're breathing really, really slow, it might be because your body, your bloodstream's way too alkaline, which you could create the situation if you're like alkalizing on purpose, like drinking alkaline water, right? Baking soda, that kind of stuff. Or you might just be a slow oxidizer, like most diabetics are in that situation where they've created insulin resistance and it's screwed up their ability to metabolize carbs and their breath rate's really slow because of that. So if you check out that blog post, there's a little equation that I teach how to do, but I think I've mentioned them previously. We've mentioned on other episodes and it always sounds really complicated when you talk about it, but when you when you look at it, it's not that hard. So yeah. where can people find you on Facebook? Um, find that if post? you go to Facebook's forward slash my body of knowledge, like that that'll link them over um, or on the blog post and the equation is really not that difficult you just subtract the top number of your blood pressure by the bottom and it gives you your pulse differential and you divide that by your breath rate and if that number is bigger than three you're stressed out. Okay. If I can't do it on my fingers, I try to, well, say, I try to say it's so simple. It's written out there. It really is easy, but every, every time you hear somebody say it, it's like, oh my gosh, what, what, what is he talking about? Yeah, you know what? What yeah. if I change the words? Like, you subtract the top number by the bottom, and that gives you a puppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So puppy. You're, better. You're, and then you divide Squirrel. your puppy by the number of breaths you take. And then, <laughs> I don't know. Puppies yeah. are cute. Now I'm thinking about puppies. Right. <laughs> oh. Now I'm stressed because well, so we'll have to have figure out that equation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. if, if all those spells just take a nap. That's another good thing, you know. Just shut off the world and go to sleep mm-hmm. for a few days. We didn't even mention <laughs> Prozac as a resource. Oh yeah, yeah Prozac. Prozac. Oh, that's we not didn't. the resource we were oh. going to hit on anyway. Um, yeah, so I think the main thing to understand is that uh, look at what's causing your stress. Do you have the ability to adjust that? But the main thing is, is your physiology magnifying that? Because if your stress is at a 10 and maybe seven of that is just caused by, uh, you know, a lack of resources or some other physiological issue, then if you can improve that, all of a sudden your issue may be a three or four. And we can handle a three or four. Like a three is I'm out of paper towels. That's not Mm -hmm. a big deal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can survive without paper towels. So 
if you can help your own physiology, it may reduce a lot of your stress in that way alone. Mm. I'm all done with stuff. All right. Well, if you want to learn more about how to look at your own chemistry, you can read any of Tony's books or take the free four-week digestion course at kickitinthenuts.com. And we'll see you next time where we're going to be talking about can- cold, sores cold sores and canker sores. sores. Yeah. Or, and cankles. Yeah. No, we're not talking about cankles, but cankers. Simmer down. I later. Oh, I